Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Uh, we're joined right now on the Harbor One Hotline by Rob Bradford of WEEI. You can check out the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast on the Odyssey app. Of course, all his work again on WEEI as well. We talk to him every Tuesday. Bradford, we appreciate the time. What's going on? I like baby face Gar- Garvin. Absolutely. You got you to do that. And by the way, you should absolutely workshop the whole like going home and saying your wife looks better with me. I'm going to have to practice that for sure. Yeah, I'm going to have to yeah. practice that before I just bust that one out. Uh, yeah, Brad just, just, just workshop it a little bit on our can. See how Someone may have told me in, <laughs> my own, in my own house that I looked really great with how I did my makeup. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. Well, but that's not good. That's not bad. I mean, what's wrong with that? I mean, well, because con- my immediate they're... follow-up was, so you think I look better with makeup? <laughs> oh, that's, come on. That's You're just, just trying to pick a fight that's, now. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's... Yeah, then what'd you put it on for, Mega? It's like it's like I had I was walking with my wife the other day and a friend of mine said, "Oh, your hair looks great." It's like, "Oh, she my Rob never says that." I was like, "I say it every time you get a haircut." But she's he's like, "Oh, but you never say it other than that." Like, how yeah. often am I supposed to say all the time, your Rob? Hair looks great all the I time, every, all the time, every day. I, I, I you know. I never notice when Kat gets a haircut. That's usually the problem for me. And she goes, <laughs> "You know, you didn't say anything about my haircut." I go. Eh. Here's the takeaway. Bradfoe colon, I give up. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, that is that is kind of like the Red Sox. Like, you know who should you know have practiced a few more of their answers? Just like I would need to practice my line of questioning here. The Red Sox, because it's unbelievable to me what's going on down there, Bradfoe. It's like, and and we can, you can pick and choose to, to jump in on any of these, but it's like Sam Kennedy again, parameters, parameters, parameters over and over again, and nothing's changed since 2022. Oh, well, I mean, besides, you know, we're more of a build phase now is what he said. He volunteered that Pedroia <laughs> needs to shove them into spending more. So let's leave the players in core to the side. What were your thoughts on Sam Kennedy yesterday and – how the Red Sox are portraying themselves, because it sounds like not just the fans and media are pissed, the players and the manager are all pissed now. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. Like The way you phrase it, I'm like, holy mackerel, a lot has happened in the last <laughs> couple of days. But it's it's with the Sam Kennedy thing, I think the biggest takeaway was it was almost like he just ran out of things, narratives to say, and he said, we can't say anything else. We can't, because they shouldn't say anything else. Their Their messaging and their narrative has changed a million different times. Uh, it changed once again yesterday with the parameter thing. So there, there is literally nothing else you can say. So don't, you know, why bother? We're not gonna. They're not gonna spend more money. They're not gonna. They're not gonna say that their budget's different. They're not. I don't know what where they are lately. But if you look at the end of the year compared to yesterday, how many times the messaging has changed? Then 
you know, it's crazy. And and as somebody told me, a former player told me yesterday, he said, who, who runs the Red Sox? Who runs the Red Sox? And I'm like, I don't know who. He's like, the media. And like, in some sense, I get that. We where, do? Where, that's amazing no, because we, no, we would no, be no, signing people no, left and right. No, no, no. But here's the point is that this messaging has been for the media or it's not the media, it's the public perception. So you, we can all agree that the messaging has been terrible. It's been all over the place. There hasn't been any constants, and that's been a big part of the problem. And that was, once again, you know, when you have the parameters thing, we have to go back and look at the timeline and look at who said what. And all we know is this, is that they didn't sign any players. They barely trade for any players. That's what we're left with. And then, and then you have the comment about Petroya, which I found fascinating because as soon as it was said, I think you guys were talking about this yesterday too, is that it, it's, why do you say it? Like, what was the point? Some people thought, oh, he, the big move is coming. That's why he said it. Because he knew a big move was coming. My people thought that? I'm some people. I don't know. Mega social media is a weird place. But what was your interpretation? What was your interpretation? Oh, my interpretation was immediately was he just likes, likes like hitching the wagon to Petroya. I mean, he likes mentioning how wacky Pedroia is, how competitive Pedroia is. And look at Pedroia is in. Well, here's, here's, here's a little known reality about that whole situation. They called Pedroia. So it wasn't like Pedroia like, called in and said, hey, guys, hey, what's up? I, I want to tell you what's what. They had called Pedroia. And I think that the, the overall theme was, hey, Dustin, are you going to come here? And he's like, no, I, I got other things to do. And so... <laughs> Uh, no one well, wants to be there. Yeah, I mean, he's coaching kids and whatever. But but why I have you on the line? Boom! Here it is. Like here's the hammer. And so and and Pedroia isn't alone in this. Uh, there's plenty of other alumni guys who have gone through the, this different iterations of the Red Sox and actually tried to build the foundation of the Red Sox and seen the Red Sox this ownership group course correct and make it to make it a little bit more palatable, even if it doesn't work out, they've seen all of this and, but they've never seen this version of the Red Sox. I mean, I remember going through spring training and listening to David Ortiz moan about, about why didn't they sign Nelson Cruz a million different times? Right. But guess what? You didn't sign Nelson Cruz, but you still had all these other guys. And that was, that was, that was just one example. So I think that I wasn't surprised at all that Pedroia said that. I know that's a narrative for a lot of people associate with the Red Sox, including, by the way, as we found out once again today, and as we also found out with Kenley Jansen the other day, players on the Red Sox. So you mentioned how all over the map the messaging from Red Sox ownership and Sam Kennedy has been. And then you had this great interview with Kenley Jansen that we played a lot of yesterday. Where did he, did you get any sense of where he got the messaging behind closed doors that they were going to be competitive last year? And I'm paraphrasing here, but be somewhere near contention this year? Because I'm wondering, like, it's one thing for the messaging to be that all over the map to the public. But when you're signing guys and you're bringing guys in, that seems like you're putting your reputation on the line with agents and with players who you'd be courting in the future. I don't think it was a huge leap of faith to listen to Ken Lee Jansen the other day and and be and suggest that he felt like he was sold a little bit of a bill of goods, right, when he signed with the Red Sox. 
And it was, and he basically said that, right? He said that they said that they were going to be competitive at first year and then they were going to really go for it. The second year, instead, and I love this word he said, instead, they've adjusted their vision, their vision. So um, the vision when Kenley Jansen signed, because he did have options, um, and obviously he's an established guy and he wants to win, and all he had done was win. So when they say at the beginning, when they they sign him, hey, you know what? We're going to be competitive, and then we're going to go for it. And by the way, that first year, if we we juxtapose this offseason versus last offseason, and this this give some credit to Haim, I guess, is that that last offseason was Dombrowski shock and awe compared to this thing. I mean, last season, off season, you had Yoshida at five years. You had Jansen. You Martin. had Martin. You had Turner. You had Duvall. Holy mackerel! Yeah, I'd T- take all that. Right, well, as bad as it, that, as bad as that was, I'd take all that. You know, with no disrespect to Lucas Giolito and Cooper Criswell, you know, it's like <laughs> this is. But this, if you if you look at the two, it doesn't even come close. So when Kenley signed, it was all right. I see this. It's competitive. And by the way, they were competitive. They were, and that was one of the Dever, things Devers brought up today, the trade deadline, and one of the things that Ken Lee uh, like, was talking about in, in our dugout conversation in September. They were all upset at the trade deadline because they did feel like they were competitive and they didn't make the move. The problem is that after that happened, nothing changed. It kept going worse and worse and worse and worse in terms of, as Devers said, getting things that would actually help the 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 roster as they saw it um we saw john henry breeze past reporters the other day any chance that anyone gets any face time with him between now and april and uh you know even like off the record do you think rob um no i mean i think that there's a chance maybe if you hit him in the right spot with an email you, i don't know if that's considered FaceTime, but it's it's it i don't think so and it, you know, they were very, you know, John Henry was there and Linda Pizzuti and, and they were all, it, it wasn't like they were running from the media. Like we, we stood around and we sort of, they talked to us, but they just weren't going to answer the baseball questions. And there certainly wasn't going to be any sort of sit down, which, you know, we'll say it again. I don't know why, why you wouldn't do that. It's 20 minutes of your time. You have to do it once a year. We've always done it, but now we chose not to do it. So I, I, I don't know. So to answer your question, Christian, I doubt it. I mean, if, we, if we've they had their opportunity yesterday, they didn't do it. Um, unless somebody is is hits a sweet spot with an email, with the right question, with the right time, I can't see it. Okay, so I don't think Henry's going to talk anytime soon either. I'm with you on that, and I don't think Henry's going to change his ways and start spending. Do they hear it? Like, do they do they hear what we're talking about? The city is talking about their own players are talking about Kenley Jansen yesterday. Raphael Devers today like do they do they hear it at the ownership level Henry and Linda do they hear it or are they like insulated from it and oblivious to it no they of course they hear it and and but I think that they've reached the point where they're dug in on whatever philosophy this is this philosophy it is a philosophy right I mean they're saying and, and okay, I'm I'm I am not saying this is this has been a good offseason by any stretch of the imagination, not even close. But if this talk, I talked to some people today. I talked to another manager of another team today, and 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 I've talked to other executives. And here's the reality of this offseason as it stands right now. Everybody's saying, "Hey, go sign these guys, these Boris guys." Well, the problem is that none of these guys 
you can make a case. None of these guys are guys that you would allocate the, the, the ask that Boris has for these guys to be a foundational guy. In other words, Jordan Montgomery, you know, they're asking for seven or eight years out of the gate, $200 million. You, nobody pays that. It, it, you would be, it would be ridiculous to pay that. So maybe they just don't see that these are the right guys to build around, to allocate the money to. But at the same time, there has to be something done. And that's what the Devers message was today. I don't know how you do it. I don't know if, if maybe you hit the sweet spot with Jordan Montgomery and get a three-year deal. I don't know if you get uncomfortable and trade one of these prospects, but something has to be done. And to, so to answer your question, Adam, about are they hearing it? Yeah, they hear it, but I think that they're just they dug in. No, they're, they're, they're dug in on this is the way we're going to do it. This is the way we're going to do it. And because if, they, if, they, if it did, in fact, affect them, then we would have seen a different narrative and we would have seen different actions. By the way, the kind of actions which I think everybody expected when Heim Bloom was let go. So, Rob, you talk about the philosophy, and so far, like, the, the philosophy that I see is that they're waiting and they're waiting for the prospects to develop into major league players. When you look at these prospects and you hold them up against the prospects even, you know, within some of their closest competition, do you see this as a core of prospects that can be comparable to Mookie, Devers, Xander, that era when those young guys came up and then they went out and paid for some arms? For me right now, no. I, I don't I don't see them at this level, but I – I, I haven't seen these guys extensively. I, all I can go by is what I know of them. And, and I don't think, for instance, if you juxtapose these guys against the Orioles guys, not even close in terms of certainty. I, I think that these guys can be good major league players, but when you're talking about the next wave of stars, I don't know about that. I, 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 there certainly isn't enough evidence for me to suggest, yes, absolutely. When Mookie came up, it was, that guy's going to be a star. When Bogarts came up, that guy's going to be a star. When Devers, same thing. That guy's going to be a star. I don't know at this point, as much as people like Roman Anthony, as much as people like Marcelo Meyer, if we can say that about these guys. And that should be concerning. You are putting a lot of eggs in these baskets. And even with Tristan Casas, with Brian Bayo, these guys are the guys they're, they're offering extensions to, which you have to do. You have to get, if you want to build a foundation, you want to build a franchise, the Braves have done it. You go down the list of teams that have done it. You have to do that. But you also have the right, have to have the right guys to do it. So you better make sure, along with the guys that we mentioned, that Casas and Bayo, while you're offering these extensions, are the right guys. And and even that, I don't think, is a slam dunk right now. Well, it wouldn't be if, uh, you know, Cassis wasn't laughing in their face when they make these oh. offers, which is what it seems uh, like. Wasn't that great, though? That, that was, was great. That was, and, and so, so you know, I heard, I, I heard you guys reading that, that response from it. It was good. It was, it was the, uh, the car ride. He gets the call from the agent. Hey, what do you think? And he's like, no, I'm good. And, and for people who think that he was exaggerating, I've gotten that text from him before. I like so, so I'll give you a little backstory before I really knew Tristan Cassis. Uh, a few off seasons ago, his dad would really wanted to sort of push him as on, in the podcast world. So, hey, you want him having a podcast? Sure, okay, I'll have him on the podcast. And and so here's his number. All right, so like five times I reached out to him. Nothing, nothing, nothing. All right, one last time, nine o'clock at night. Okay, Tristan, hey, you want you want to do this or not? 
And he just responds, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like oh, and I'm thinking, what a jerk. What a jerk. And then I get to know him, and obviously he's not a jerk. He's just, that, that's just the way he is. So when, when I heard that, I'm like, yep, I could absolutely see that. Looking at some of the moves that got made recently, Brad Foe, uh, Fulmer, um, this latest one here with Hendricks, it seems like there's a lot of maybe deferral to 2025. Is that the, the sense that you're getting is that 2025 is really the year that they're planning on – Doing something, I guess. I mean, they ever yeah. have doing anything now? Yeah. Yeah. There's absolutely. I mean, and I don't think it's you know that's the the Hendricks and the Fulmer thing. I mean, those those are examples, right. but I think the the bigger example is is how they're approaching everything else. And yeah, I think it's it's 2025, and and I do believe you know Craig Breslow. If, I got to take a deeper dive into this, but if you look at Theo when he took over the Cubs in 2012. And and he's sort of like this is this might be some comparisons to be drawn here because he sort of gutted that a little bit, uh, started from scratch, did all the under the hood stuff, and then a couple of years later, boom, here comes John Lester, here comes these other guys. I don't doubt that, but the the the, the fact of the matter is is that we're going into this year unlike any other year that we can remember as a Red Sox, which is we're not even pretending to say, hey, you know what. We're, we're doing everything to compete with the other teams with a division. I thought it was such, a, such an uncomfortable juxtaposition that day that Aaron Boone said, we are hell-bent on winning a championship. And then that same day or the day before, you had Craig Breslow saying, oh, you know what, the offseason didn't work out. And you had Kenley saying, uh, you never know when it comes to the playoffs. So, I mean, those two teams are supposed to have the same messaging. And it was the polar opposite. Okay, he is Rob Bradford. Excellent stuff, as always. Check him out on the Odyssey app. Baseball isn't boring. W-E-E-I as well. Uh, Bradford, we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Enjoy Florida. All right, all right. You guys are great. And uh, and babyface Garvin, you know, keep that name, please. Please, please, please. Thank right, you. Right, we'll work on we'll it. Ma- we'll Thanks, make sure, Rob. We'll make sure we do that for him. He's Rob Bradford. Uh, some news in there, along with all the, the, the great takes as well. Uh, well, number one, uh, Tristan Cassis treats Rob Bradford the same way he treats Red Sox ownership. Yeah, now nah, I'm good. Uh, number two, oh, thanks. Dustin Bedroya called them. So, like, if Sam Bradford was trying, uh, Sam Bradford, Sam uh, uh, Kennedy, rather. <laughs> Rob uh, Bradford. Is who yes, we yes, yes, yes. Uh, Sam Kennedy, rather, was trying to, like, humble brag or thump his chest, like, oh, look, Pedroia, uh, you know, we're, we're reaching out to him and all this. Stuff. They had to call Pedroia. They had to call Pedroia, and re- it's not like Pedroia was like reaching out to them and was like, right. "Hey guys, you should do this." And volunteering, he doesn't think about them. They called him, they bothered him, they want him to do more, they want him to come do stuff for the team, and he's like, "No, I'm good." Tristan Cassis. But then he says, "Oh, by the way, could you clown spend some money?" <laughs> that was them reaching out to him, not the other way around. And they gives him the business. And hey. by the way, good. I'm glad he did. I'm no, glad good. he didn't just say, "Yeah, hey, great. Uh, it's really great to see you guys." No. Tell him. Tell him what's what, Dustin. You might have some pull there still. Who knows? But, I mean, it's be- it's better than everybody just sitting there so quietly. They, they want to make it sound like, oh, all these players are really interested in what we're doing. They bothered Dustin Pedroia on his own personal time while he's coaching his kid or whatever in Arizona. And he's like, yeah, not enough time for you guys, but spend some money. So that's how it actually went down, according to Bradford. I'm embellishing a little bit, but that's how I picture it.
617-779-7937. Keep hanging out on the phone lines. We'll get back to you. Patriots talk, Red Sox talk, and triple play next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.